today, the content could be a little more mature for audiences. So please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. Okay, dokie. True creepy things Tuesday. We're going to talk about the Salem witch trials. In Massachusetts, I cannot say this word for the life of me, from 1692 to 1693, the Salem witch trials were a series of hangings due to the belief that the certain people possess magical traits. During these times, anyone who was accused of being a witch or suspected of practicing witchcrafts was sentenced to death. See below for more. Um, okay, let's see. Witch trials were held in Salem between February and May. The first trial occurred because the daughter, Betty Paris, and niece, Abigail Williams. Oh, Abigail. Abigail, Abigail, Abigail. Abigail is the one who started this whole thing. For real. From my understanding, even reading it in class, going to the actual museum in Massachusetts, which I have actually physically been to, I feel like Abigail started it, and from what I understood, she started it, and I could be wrong. Remind me if I'm wrong here. This is just what I read. She started it because she had sex with a married man, and she was upset, and so she blamed the wife, I think, for being a witch. And apparently being witch back then was bad. And witches now are, like, different. Like, it's so confusing. Because witches, like, there's TV and movie witches. Then there's, like, pagans and wiccans. And then there's these type of witches. And it's like, y'all. Like, witches are way more complicated than people think. Of the local, Salem Ravine had become violently ill. The girls were having a type of epileptic fit and would scream out, move their bodies involuntarily, and throw things across the room. The village doctor, William Grids, diagnosed her as being bewitched, and the hunt for the witch had done this to her began. Okay, so there's other things that I've actually learned, and I will see if they're in here. I don't know if these are facts or not because this is just what I heard. Some people said there was like some sort of food that got them sick and they didn't know it back then. Others say the girls were bored or just dancing and apparently that was their character for that time period. Other people say that the girls weren't really witches. They were just doing like scientific stuff that confused them. Or they had some type of chronic health problem and no one knew what it was. I mean, I have CRPS. It's even rare to doctors today. And if they had it back then, who knows what people would have thought. It also sounds like they're just having a tantrum. Like, oh, this is so all over the map for people. Okay. 
The first three women to be accused of witchcraft were all people who were frowned upon by local residents and seen as outcasts. One lived on the streets, one didn't regularly attend church, and one was a black slave. Yeah, really? Really, people? Ay ay ay. Of course, yeah, the outcasts and the people who don't look like everyone else, yeah, okay, so we're just gonna do that. I always kind of like find this fascinating and so wrong in so many ways. Like, really? You're gonna go after- I'd be one of those people, I bet. I'd be dead by now. I saw- yeah, having red hair did not help. And Abigail just- Abigail, really? Anyone could recuse a child if they concluded that a death or illness had been brought on by witchcraft. The suspected witch would then be arrested. People would put on trial for afflicting with witchcraft, making someone ill, die, using magic, or unlawful um, with the devil. Most people didn't have any evidence that these women actually used witchcraft to make someone ill. Often people would use specular evidence and tell the court that they had seen the ghostly outline of the suspected witch in the room with them. This was generally accepted as evidence that the person was a witch because it was believed that the devil could only appear as a ghost in a person's permission. It was concluded that the witch had given the devil this permission. Yeah, okay. Not all witches, like from what I understand, and I could be wrong, I had friends who were pagans and Wiccans and I didn't even know it, and at the time I didn't understand it, and they said that's not, they don't worship the devil, they worship other things, and I'm like, okay. But, like, apparently this is just, oh, for Pete's sakes. I read a play in class, and we had to switch it to, like, a very easy version and I think I was Abigail. I forget if they made me Abigail and then they switched me out because they're like, you can't read that well, can we switch you? Like, I could tell you my whole disability story or I could write it into a book. Like, it's so confusing. But anyway, like, some people do believe in other religions and apparently here if you did, you would be called a witch. <sighs> okay. There were many ways in which people were tested for witchcraft. One method was a witch cake. This cake was made using urine from the ill girls and fed to a dog. When the dog ate the cake, the witch could cry out in pain as if the dog was eating part of them. The touch test was another method of testing for witches. It was believed that if the accused witch touched the victim and the victim's symptoms stopped, it meant that it was whom cause the illness. Some people believe that witchcraft could be proven due to the appearance of witch tests on the victim's bodies. These were moles or blemishes on the skin that were, insen were insensitive to touch. Okay, I have moles. Like, two small ones. They look like weird freckles. Over one, uh, 150 men and women were imprisoned because they were accused of witchcraft. 19 men 
and women were hanged. One man was crushed and seven people died in prison. The place in Salem where the witches were hanged became known as Gallows Hill. People would gather there to watch the latest witch be hanged. The witch trial eventually ended when Salem minister and his father urged people to consider the evidence they were presenting. This uh, evidence of ghostly figures was declared to be not enough to condone someone to death, and the tr people imprisoned for suspicious whiffcasts were released. I actually think this was the, yeah, this is some of the, what we had to use for my English class, that actual worksheet. There was a worksheet there. That was part of it because it got complicated with our class. Okay, let's see what else we have, because I wanted to look up more about this. The 1692 Salem witch trials are a big blot on American history. A period of less than a year caused such turmoil that Salem, Massachusetts, it's still widely known for the trials. The most terrifying part, perhaps, that was that anyone could be accused of engaging in witchcraft. And there was little they could do to defend themselves. Here are 10 things you need to know about the notorious witch trials. The Salem witch trials started with two girls having unexplainable painful fits. Yeah, Abigail is just, yeah, okay, Abigail. In mid-January 1692, Elizabeth, Betty, and the nine-year-old daughter of a local reserve, Samuel and Abigail Williams, the reserved 11-year-old niece became the first to be diagnosed with being afflicted by witchcraft. The girls contoured their bodies into odd positions, made strange noises, and spoke gibberish, and seemed to be having fits. Soon after, the girls included Annie Put Putman, Elizabeth, 17, also started showing similar symptoms. By late February 1692, when traditional medicine and prayers failed to cure the girls, the reserve called upon a local doctor, Williams. William. He was the first to suggest the girls might be under the influence of witchcraft. Tapafa was the first to omit to witchcraft during the trial, Salem witch trials. Yeah, okay, Tibitha, Tibitha, Tabitha, no, Tabitua, Tabitua. Little is known about Tabitua. Based beside her role in the witch trials, she was an enslaved woman believed to have been from Central America, captured as a child from Barbados, and brought to Massachusetts in 18, 19, nope, but nope, it's 1680 by, uh, Therese, uh, Tabitua eventually confessed to using witchcraft. She created a tale detailing how much the devil had come, detailing how the devil came to her and asked her to do this bidding. According to her testimony, she had seen four women and a man, including Sarah Osborne and Sarah Good, well, there's a lot of Sarahs, asking her to hurt the children. She added a hog, a great black dog, a red rat, a black cat, and a yellow bird, among other animals to her story. 
Her testimony added fuel to the fire, making the witch hunt spiral out of control. Now that Tabitha, uh, to, I can't say her name, I am not good at names, had confirmed that satanic work was afoot and that there were other witches around, there was no stopping until they were found. Bridget Bishop was the first to be executed for witchcraft because of the Salem witch trials. Bridget Bishop, a woman considered to have unquestionable morals, was the first to be tied, tried and executed during the Salem trials. Bishop was known to rebel against the uh, values of that time. She stayed out for long hours, had people in her home late at night, and hosted drinking and gambling parties frequently. After her second husband died, Bishop, had, who had been married three times, was accused of bewitching him to death, though she was later acquitted due to a lack of evidence. Unfortunately for Bishop, that allegation of witchcraft would not be her last. The Salem witch trials would mark her second time being accused of being a witch, as she did when she was scared of bewitching second husband. Bishop once again claimed innocence during her trial. She went as far as to say that she did not even know what a witch was. According to her death warrant, throughout her witchcraft, Bishop had caused bodily harm to five women, including Abigail Williams. Okay, I'm so sick of seeing Abigail Williams in every little thing. Anne and Marcy and Mary and Elizabeth. I have like, ugh, so... The death warrant signed on June 8, 1692, ordered for her death to take place by hanging on Friday, June 10, 1692, between 8 a.m. and noon. It was carried out as such by Sheriff George. Animals were not spared during the Salem Witch Trials. Okay. Tabitha Tabitha. Okay, if I'm saying her name wrong and you want to correct me, please do so. If I hear it from someone else, maybe I will, like, seeing it and hearing it are two different things to me, and I can't for the life of me remember how to pronounce it, was not the only one who thought animals were capable of engaging in the devil's work. During the trials, two dogs were killed based on suspicion of witchcraft. Okay. You're kidding me, right? Like. Goodness gracious, that was not part of the stuff we learned in school or even in the museum. What is wrong with people? One dog was shot after a girl suffering from uh, conclusions accused the dog of trying to bewitch her. However, after the dog stuff, the local minister reasoned that if the devil had possessed the dog, it would not have been so easily to kill off a bullet. Yet, yeah, so a lot of people said, you could, let's see if you're a witch. If you, you drown, you're not a witch. No, if you, yeah, if you drown, you're not a witch. If you survive, you are a witch. Either way, you die. Apparently, it's like this with the dog. Okay. However, if they're dog, yep, yeah, okay. It would have been so easily to kill. The second slain dog was actually thought to be a victim of witchcraft, whose torments fled some before they could be tried in court. Dog's role did not end here. They were also used for identifying witches in Salem using the witch cake test. If a dog was fed a cake with, made with rye and the urine of an afflicted person, 
and it displayed the same symptoms as the victim it indicated the percentage of witchcraft of witchcraft the dog was also supposed to then put point to the people who had been witched the victim listen i know dogs can be trained to do a lot but why are you feeding the dog urine that would make anyone sick People, animals, yeah, that would make anyone physically and maybe even mentally sick. Ew, just ew. Okay, so let's continue. Dorothy Good was the youngest person accused during the Salem witch trials. Dorothy Good, the four-year-old daughter of the previously accused Sarah Good, was the youngest to be accused of witchcraft, according to the warrant for her, uh, I don't even know what this word is, she was called for trial on March 23rd, 1692, under suspicion of witchcraft being accused by Edward Putman and Putman testified that Good tried to choke and bite her. A claim that Mary um, Wolcott agreed with, under pressure from the authorities and hoping she would get to see her mother if she complied, she confessed to the claims that Sarah was a witch and Dorothy had been witness to this. Good was in prison from March 24th to December 10th. A special court was established for Salem witch trials. Okay, seriously, there is a lot of deaths in this story. Like, what is wrong with you? Ah. Ah. Just, ah. Okay. Just really. A special court was established for the witch trials. The court of Ordy and Timmer was established in June 1692. Because the witch trials were overwhelmed, the local jails and courts, its name comes from the angelic French phrase "determinate," which literally transfers to hear and determine. Upon Governor William Phipps ref return from England, he realized the need for a new court for the witch trials. There's a lot of people in this. Um, served as its chief, Governor William and Thomas Newton as the Crown Authority. The court for first con on June second with Bridge B Bishop, cause being the first to be ejected upon, it was shut down on October twenty ninth, Why are they all men? Everyone in the courtroom was all men. Okay. Even uh, specular evidence could get someone accused during the Salem witch trials. While there was no need to prove evidence for accusing someone of witchcraft, just point fingers was enough. Spectacular evidence was often used during the trials. Speculator. Not much evidence refused to the description of harm committed by the specter and the, of the accused. Anne Putman, for example, used specular evidence to accuse Rebecca Nurse, said, I was the 
aspiration of and she did immediately afflict me. Such evidence was also used against Bridget Bishop. With many men claiming she had been visited them in specular form in the middle of the night was only deemed admissible when it used to accuse Governor William Phillips' wife, Mary. To save his wife, the governor stepped in to stop the trials and disband the court. Well, it took you that long to figure it out? Like, really? This is where that saying comes, y'all are crying witch. It's like the big, the boy who cried wolf and the people who cried witch. Apparently there's many things from this trial that we get. Men were also accused, tried, and executed during the Salem witch trials. Unlike the stereotypical stereotype surrounding witchcraft that indicates that it is just primarily done by women, the people of Salem did not discriminate on the bias of gender. Yeah, okay. Now I have to look up how many people die. Yippee. The people of Salem did not discriminate on the basis of gender. Of the 20 people executed during the trial, six of them were men. George, Corey, George, Jacobs, John. Why is there so many Johns and Williams and Jacobs? Okay, too many. I'm not reading all of them. Was the first man accused of witchcraft, John Pector. His vocal support for his wife, who was also accused of witchcraft, and a claim that accused were lying were among the possible, possible reasons why suspicion fell upon him. Okay. Jeez, this is just so lovely. A total of 25 people died because of the Salem witch trials. Oh, go good, it gave you an amount. Me amount. 14 women and 6 men were executed for witchcraft, and 5 others died in prison during the trials. One of the people who presumed in prison was only an infant? Wait, what? An infant? Oh boy. The witch trials are interesting and so messed up in so many ways, and it's true, which is even more disturbing. Before she was hanged for witchcraft, Sarah Good gave birth to a daughter, Macy Good. While detained, the infant died shortly after birth, likely due to malnutrition. Salem did not burn its witches. Salem didn't burn witches at the stake. Oh, I thought they did. Most of the accused witches were hung. One ex exception was Gales Corey, who refused to stand for trial. He believed the court had already decided his fate. He didn't want his property to be confiscated upon his uh, found guilty because he refused to comply with the court. He was given the sense of being pressed to death. He was stripped. I am not saying all of that. No thank you. I am not saying all that. Might be true, but I am... You get it. He, he got pressed to death. After the Salem witch trials ended, there was an effort to restore the right and dignity of the accused. After Governor Phipps put an end to the witch trials, Many involved in the proceeding expressed guilt and remorse about the events that occurred, including Judge Samuel Shallow and the governor himself. On January 14, 
1697, five years after Charles, the court ordered a day of fasting and prayer for the Treaty of Salem. That's so all God's people may offer up speculation upon him for ye presenteth and his majesty. I have no idea what they're trying to say here. In 1702, the court declared the trials unlawful. The colony passed a bill in 1711 restoring the rights and good names of those accused and granted uh, restitution in their heirs. William Good, who lost his wife, Sarah, and infant daughter, Macy, and whose daughter, Dorothy, was in prison, was one of the people who received the largest settlement. Um, Massachusetts firmly apologized for the worst trials in 1957, something that Chief William never did. Let's see if we can find the cause of the witch trials. The exact cause of the Salem witch trials has long remained a mystery. Like many historical events, figured out what happened is one thing, but trying to figure out why it happened is much harder. Most historians agree that there were probably many causes behind the Salem witch trials. According to W. Baker in his book, A Storm of Witchcraft, um, when it comes to the possible causes of the trial, two questions come to mind. What caused the afflicted girl's instantal, in, intentional symptoms? And also, what caused the witch trials to escalate the way they did? It's like the game of telephone. Hey, I don't know what you're saying. Like, rumor. Although colonists have been accused of witchcraft before in the Massachusetts Bay Colony, it had never escalated to the level that Salem did. With hundreds of people locked up in jail and dozens execute, why did Salem get so bad? We don't know if the witches and the devils are a very real concern to the Salem villagers as there were too many colonists. But since Salem had been experiencing a number of hardship at the time, such as disease, war, and um, political stirf, it wasn't hard to convince some of the villagers that witches were to blame for this misfort their misfortune. Once the idea took hold in the colony, things seemed to quickly get out of hand. I also think from what I heard, they listened to a bunch of, like, teenage girls and yeah teenagers get bored and say silly things and do very silly things i know i was one of them the following is a list of these theories and possible causes of salem witch trials uh conversion disorder is a mental condition in which the sufferer experiences neurological symptoms which may occur due to a psychological conflict Conversion disorder is also collectively known as mass hysteria. Medical sociologist Dr. Robert states in an article on Boston.com that the Salem witch trials were undoubtedly a case of conversion disorder, during which psychosis, conflict, and distress are converted into arches. Yeah. Um, Beth Holland believed that what happened in Salem was most like an example of a 
moderate-based hysteria, which is one of the main forms of conversion disorder. Also suggests conversion disorder uh, is W. Baker. It's a possibility in his book, A Story of Witchcraft. Baker goes on to explain that many of the afflicted girls, such as Abigail Hobbs, Macy, Susanna, and Sarah, were all war refugees who had previously lived in Maine and had been personally affected by the war to a point where some of them may have been experiencing post-traumatic stress disorder. In 1976, in an article in the Scientific Journal, Lindsay R. proposed that Agart may have caused the symptoms that the girl, that the afflicted girls and others accused suffered from. A, okay, it's E-R-G-O-T is a fungus that infects rye and other cereal grains and contains a byproduct known as geomatic, which is released to LSD. In Justin is known to cause numbers of um, like vomiting, crawling, skin, hallucinations, etc. Um, ergot tends to grow in warm, deep weather and those conditions were presented in the 1691 growing season in the fall. The inflicted rye would have been harvested and used to bake bread during their winter months which is when the afflicted girl's symptoms began. Not everyone agrees with this theory. Later in 1976, another article was published in the same journal, reflecting, um, arguing that uh, have occurred in settlements with locals suffered from severe vitamin A deficiency and was no evidence that Salem residents suffered from such a deficiency, especially since they lived in a small farming fishing village with plenty of access to vitamin A rich food like fish and dairy products. The article also argued that the absence of any symptoms in the afflicted girls further debunked this theory. So what they're saying is they don't really know what caused it. There are so many like if ands and buts. But whatever caused it caused some pretty bad things to happen. And unfortunately because of this cause, people lost lives and loved ones. Salem was very divided to discuss a disagreement between the villagers about local politics, religion, and economists. Yeah, that still happens to this day and age, so yeah, that definitely did not help anything. One of the many issues that divided the villagers was who should be the Salem Village minister. Salem Village had gone through three ministers in 16 years due to disputes over who was deemed qualified. <gasps> enough to have the position at the time of the trials. <sighs> and I think I'll stop there. So, Salem Witch Trials is a very complicated, very historic, very well-known thing. And I have actually been to the Salem 
museum. It was very interesting, kind of creepy. Some people even say they feel the ghosts of those who have passed. And I have to say that, oh, this was just one of those things where you just don't know. And Abigail's name shows up an awful lot. And I'm sorry for those who have lost loved ones in this crazy case, but it is fascinating and very curious of to what happened and what caused this. I hope you all enjoyed this. Have a great True Creepy Things Tuesday.